Hey, Chris Manning here from Locked on Cavs. Coming up on today's show, we're going to do some buy or sell on different guys that are on the Cavs Summer League team. We're going to talk about the second to last Summer League game that took place on Friday. Um, and we'll have one more episode after this for the week. So we get one last week of five before we slide down to three for a little bit of time. We'll talk about that more uh, next week. But today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. Cavs need a three. Sexton works on Irving, trying to get loose. He'll fire. Hey! Knocks it down! Ground. Here goes Okoro to the bucket and oh my! Okoro throws it down. Ten seconds to go. Here comes Colin Sexton. Sexton chased by Hill. Off to Stevens. Oh my! 45 ticks to go. That shot is blocked by Nance. Get that big stuff out of here. Prince knocks down that hard and pass. Garland's there. Garland upstairs for Allen. Oh, look out! There you go. That's called team ball right there. Evan, what's up, buddy? Not a whole lot, man. I should do more so, more so ask how you doing. How are your arms feeling? You had to fly from Nevada all the way back to Ohio in just one fell swoop. Like, how are you feeling? Um, fatigued. Cooked? Jet lagged? Yeah. If you uh, I could use, like, an injection of... I just actually, I think one night of sleep, I'll be fine. I'm good. It was worth it. It was well worth the trip. I had a lot of fun. Um, I actually had, a, my, like, considering everything going on and considering how much I don't like flying, um, mm-hmm. all in all, like, not a bad travel experience, really. And, uh, again, it was just – it was a good overall vibe in Summer League. Um, but, you know, Cavs are almost done there. I can't admit – there's people that I know that are going – that have gotten out. Um, like, very recently and are there for, like – staying till the end of it there are beat reporters i know with teams that are staying full-time I'm, i don't i obviously think like if you're a full-time person and like they're paying for you to go there it's probably worth it for you to be out there mm-hmm. for big chunks of it that's not my situation there are obviously beat reporters at other outlets that are not staying the whole time it's it, it's a really kind of you got to go and make the most of of what you can get there and i think for me like for me and i think for everyone that i sort of know i think everyone was pretty happy i think like brad Rowland was catching one last game today for the hawks and taking a red eye and, and getting back so um, I, but I can't imagine well, the people that stay is, there for the full it, like two weeks. Is it really a red eye for Brad? Because that man never sleeps. I think he's just his consistent state is red eye. Like if uh, we could get an eye drop sponsor, <laughs> Brad would be pretty happy. I bet. Well, so Brad doesn't drink. So we were the one night we had like the like a meetup with some of the dime folks, and uh, Robbie Callen was there, and he doesn't drink either. But Brad after like having like a sweetie from this place um in this like little fuku we went to um this is also about i don't know if i told you that we saw tillman fertita walking around which is very weird well that's well i'll in tell you that court yeah how well, cheap t- was the food good joke but we'll talk about this later i don't i i want to we're going to be prompt and tight today so i can we yeah. can do these two episodes but um brad like got a like a grande chai latte with like a two shots of espresso like at like 9 30 and like brad you're a wild mm. man Wow. Felt my heart skip a beat hearing that. But Chris, um, you didn't do any online dating. Uh, for those who are regular listeners to the show, I have exposure to 
Tinder, Bumble, you name it. So today we're going to do a little segment because we tried it on Locker Room, but a screaming child at the Las Vegas airport kind of ruined it. And I don't think Chris ever got the audio, but um, I, if I got it, it weren't, it's never receiving the light of the day. It's like our Snyder Cut and you can't get a petition to get it. No, um, I don't think anyone would want a petition to hear it like, besides me like stammering while apologizing to that kid who's screaming because I was trying to be funny. But um, So basically, when you swipe right on someone, you say, yeah, I, I'd fuck this person. Hopefully they swipe right back on you saying, yeah, I'd fuck this person. Because at the end of the day, these swipe apps are about physical attraction. And then hopefully you're on a total creepy dickhead and you can lay the groundwork to maybe build a relationship if you want, or you are a creepy dickhead and you're looking for other things, but let's dissect the Cavs summer league roster and talk about if whether we'd swipe right, swipe left in or out. If more for layman's terms, um, I'm not going to include Chandler Vaudrin on this list because the injury he suffered looked pretty nasty and he was grabbing the back of his leg. Well, should we should we just talk about that game? We've already used up like five minutes of the segment. Do you want to yeah. do that game first? Yeah. It sucked, man. It was a, oh, a dreadful game to watch. Like, Evan Mobley was out there trying his best and the lack of a point guard was already apparent for this Cavs squad, but the lack of Isaac Okoro and having Evan Mobley being the true infusion of talent on this team became evident pretty early into this one while the pelicans have some pretty interesting young pieces i'd say yeah i mean i i think this is the thing with summer league i think people have to remember it is often confirmation bias it is often set up for like the guys that are really good at creating their own shot and scoring to look the best right like that is sort of the structure often of what of the time um summer league looks like so i i think you have to take some of this with caveats and the Cavs are at a point where they're like Isaac's not playing. He was their second best, maybe best player throughout the, the all of summer league. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll see if Moby plays more. I think you'll get like Stevens and some of those guys playing the rest. But it's not like this is a overflowing roster, talent roster. Like this is sort of like was was already kind of a, a summer league roster, and this is where we are sort of at with it. And you're gonna, it's it's harder to watch. Like if you if like people like for whatever reason like decide not to watch Saturday's game and just want to hear us talk about it Monday. Like, I think that's, that's like a reasonable way to go about this. Like, I don't think you're like going to learn and have a lot of takeaways about this. I think sort of the things that I, um, have like, feel like I've learned from summer league. I've already, I picked up in after the magic game and that, that was kind of it. Yeah. I, that magic game is really like, if you want to crystallize the entire summer league experience for the Cavs, at least with these players are going to have a, meaningful impact heading into next season uh, other than Fiondu Cabangele who we will talk about in this episode I think but um this is a lot of opportunities for guys like Jalen Hands, uh, Matt Ryan, James Banks, Trevon Blewett, Chandler Vaudrin, uh, Roger Thomas I guess to an extent but players like that to kind of cut sink their teeth and cut their teeth in Show that they belong at this level like games like the, this one against the Pelicans or tomorrow night's against the Knicks but yeah, if you really want to crystallize, like, okay, this is like Evan Mobley's going to be pretty freaking good. The guy almost had a triple-double, where, like, Isaac Okoro just looked really dominant and was clear that he didn't need to be out there, and that's why he didn't play uh, Friday night against New Orleans. So, in the end, not a huge deal. Um, I don't really take much stock from Summer League. Like, I don't, like, really say, like, oh, my God, this player's good, this player's bad. Like, there's not a lot you can take from it because these are poorly constructed rosters most of the time. Um, but there's some shades and things you can pull from these games and i think the orlando one's the one where you can take the most stock on like you said yeah i i think the what i would say 
you take you can take away is like just if things do pop or you get to see something that looks really good sometimes that i think that does can carry over like i came very for instance i came away very impressed with um donovan mitchell um or sorry not donovan mitchell davion mitchell excuse oh, me yeah um he i the one of the games i caught in person was kings and hornets and he was up in James Booknight's grill and Adam Mars from Lockdown Nuggets described it as like he's attacking him on defense. Like he's he's really going after this. And it was it was just really, really impressive to see how physical he already kind of is. Um and like he he looked really, really good and I was pretty impressed by him. So like you're gonna get stuff like that. And like with Mobile Dig, like, there's very stuff with Mobile that pops. There's stuff with Kate Cunningham that like was really, really, really good. So mm-hmm. there there is stuff to like, but um when you see a Cavs game like this where they again they lose pretty easily, the game was not very exciting. Like, you, you know, even like it's a 13 point loss, like they, they, you know, Mobley has eight on four of 11 shooting, doesn't make a three, but has 11 boards. You know, Stevens has 12, but five, 14 shooting. Broderick leads all scorers with 15, but it's four of 13 from the field. Like, it's just kind of blah. Like, you're uh-huh. just kind of blah. Like, this is the Cavs team in this game. 36.1% from the field, 23.3 from three. Like this game is worse if they don't take 18 free throws, make 15 of them, and if or and and that's even with uh, New Orleans taking 23 free throws but making 16. So like the Cavs like just kind of got wrecked, and like here Lewis Jr. looked really really good. Uh, Marshall looked really really good for them. Uh, like they they Troy Murphy had like at least like looks kind of like he can hang a little bit. Like you you just kind of were like okay like I don't know what to make of this. But Evan, let's uh let's do a break here. Let's uh, mm-hmm. go pay some bills. And we'll come back and we'll start doing uh, swipe right, swipe left in the name of these these apps. But first, we got to tell everyone about a new sponsor here at the network, and that is our friends over at Sweatblocks. There are a few things in life that aren't just fun to talk about. One of them is excessive sweating. You know, when you're sweating through your shirt for no reason, it's embarrassing, right? Some of you may know that I I have dealt with this. Like when I was in Las Vegas, okay, I was sweating. I was really hot and it was uncomfortable and you're just like, oh my God, I need to yeah, go change my really shirt. Hot. I need to go change my shirt. I need to, I need to like put on some beer. I need to go to shower. It's just a lot. And it's not life or death. And there are much worse problems in the world, but let's be honest. In the moment, it feels like a really, really big deal. No one likes to hit out when you're out or if you have a, a date, an interview or, you know, anything else. And that's why I'm, I've started using Sweatblock Antiperspirant Wipes. It is stronger and more effective than clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed, and then next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about the sweat, guaranteed. This sounds good to be true, but I really just have to use sweat blocks once or twice a week to keep me dry the whole time. I got to use them at the end of my trip in Vegas and they made a difference. No more putting out, no more picking up my shirts based on which one will hide the sweat better. Wear gray, folks, without some fear. If you're someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or on Amazon and CBS. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto, and they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low and are for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. They also have brand new AC systems, and if you're a regular listener of the show, 
My beautiful stallion, the 2007 Toyota Camry SE. It's AC system went kaput last summer, and if you're thinking, boy, is it hot in Northeast Ohio, that's how hot it was last summer too, and I could not stand for it and saved pretty penny using Rock Auto. But if you're interested and need to fix your car up right now, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box, they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check them out today at rockauto.com. All right, Evan, you run us through this exercise as you're the person who has dated using 21st century technology. Yes, yes, I have. You are correct. Um, so let's leave Chandler Vaudrin out of this because I think that injury of his will definitely keep him out of summer league. Could be having some career implications, I think, like that. That's That sucks, so I think we'll leave him out of this. I will uh, say, I, I just want to say about him, I was talking to uh, one of the people I was lucky enough to meet in Summer League was a locked-in NBA, locked NBA draft host, Raphael Barlow, and he mm-hmm. like kind of sold me on Vaudrin as like a potential two-way guy, and I was like, cool. And then, obviously, this is just a massive bump yeah. for him, and we, and we wish him well. Yeah, we wish him well. I was high on him as a two-way guy, too, just because he's a 6'7 point forward. Yeah, he can shoot threes, he, he, and he's not very his, athletic. His, his handle but, also was like, eh, like it's eh. the passing. It, you, it needs to, you, the only thing that popped was a passing, but let's, let's leave it at that. Say lobby. So let's just start at the top and work our way down. Um, we can talk about some of the more pertinent guys, or do you want to leave those out? So like the Mobleys, the Okoros, um Yeah, we and... sh- we should not be doing the guys that are like actually going to start oh, okay. slash be on the roster. Like we should just do the. Fr- this is just fringe guys. This is okay. Roderick. This is etc. Georgia Tech's James Banks the third, a center, 6'10", 250, uh, nor is number 41. I'll pull up his stats while you talk, but are you I, in I, or are I, you out? I'm out. I have no – yeah, I'm good. I, I'm like, good. Yeah, I maybe a G League guy, but, like, like there's a, only a couple guys here that I'm, like, more intrigued by. Oh, I'm out on him, too. He in, He's play, appeared in one game, and he logged – two rebounds so it goes to when you're not you how, yeah he yeah when you're not playing like and you're in summer league like it's it's kind of tough for sure trevon blew it at a xavier from xavier university where i actually almost went to college but i made the right decision went to akron um he's a year younger than us uh 66 198 for number five for the summer calves just to jog your memory a bit in or out or swipe right swipe left I guess swipe right, but like I, the caveat is that he's twenty. Like so, in terms of like a G League depth guy, I think I would stock. Like if I'm the Cavs, what I would do is I would be stocking my roster with like wings and just like mm-hmm. lots of them. And like even if some of them don't hit, I want more of them in my system because it's just like a, a thing that like if you can find replacement level ones, like that's a good thing to just have to call up if you have injuries or whatnot. Like yeah. he at least like can shoot and like is an adult and uh, like that's like enough for me to see him in the G league. So I would say swipe right if only because I'd want to keep him in house. I don't, I think there are other ways I would go with a two way deal, but uh, that that's, that's more for, I have a very like clear philosophy that we'll probably talk about of what I would, how I would approach two way deals from a team perspective. And he's, I think he's like an interesting, like maybe you need to fill a roster spot guy, but I think that that's the max there. I agree. And I would also swipe right on Trevon Blewett. And if it's a match, you could say after a successful first date, one of you ended up, you know, getting a blue it. But anyways, moving on. Jalen Hands. Good, Evan, good lord. Just good lord. I go to Vegas, and, like, you are still somehow being, oh, my God. You left me with my own devices. This is what happens when um, you abandoned me. Jalen Hands, swipe right or swipe left? You go for it. I need a, I need a minute to recover. I am I get why Cavs fans are maybe are intrigued by Jalen Hands. Uh, he 
hasn't made like a massive, massive impact for the Cavs in summer league. He's made a couple careless passes. Um, I'm going to swipe left on him because I know I talked about this in the locker room session. Like, yeah, the Cavs need a contingency plan for their backup point situation. And Chandler Vaughn was kind of the guy I was going to pitch as that situation. But with the injury situation, might be need to recalculate things. But also said Dacian Nix last night during Spotify Green Room as well as an option too. But like, I'm looking at it from a two-way aspect. Like, yeah, I can understand the appeal with Jalen Hands. Um, he certainly had a fall from grace. I think he was a five-star recruit coming out of college or coming out of high school, I should say rather. And um, he uh, he's been. I mean, he's 22 years old. He played alongside Aaron Holiday, and he was not terrible for UCLA, but also like hasn't stuck in the league i don't think maybe he'll have an opportunity elsewhere but i don't think he'll have it with cleveland yeah i could see cleveland charge as well yeah i could see him as like maybe a charge guy too a guy i think like i would wonder like how big of a need like fourth emergency point guard is like you have ricky rubio you have darius garland you have colin sexton to like play the bulk of those minutes like you don't really have like a potential need here like where you might have at other spots um you know you mentioned highly touted guy because there's a five-star recruit played with deandre Aiden at matter day matter day high school in california before he transferred before senior year um was a second round pick in 2019 after two years um at uh at ucla at ucla um you know, has played overseas a little bit, you know, uh, is on a two-year deal with a team in the ABA League and then um, was able to play in summer league as they kind of usually sometimes allow guys to maybe get NBA opportunities. So maybe a G League guy if he's willing to go that route, but um, the money might also be better for him overseas. Pandemic and, and flight, you know. That's fair. Willing. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely fair. Um, I'm going to check to see if this guy has even... Oh, yeah, he did play. He played 11 minutes tonight for the Cavs in his Summer League debut, so we're going to talk about him now. Samus Hazer from Besika, Sompo, Japan, slash Turkey. Uh, he was with Besika Test, JK Turkey. He... 6'4 guard, number number 28 on the floor. I think he actually played one more when Vajran went down, but he finished in his G League debut for Cleveland with seven points and one turnover. So that's it. One and one. From, he hit one three pointer, hit four shots at the free throw line. Um, cool. I think we might see more of him tomorrow night against the Knicks because we're recording this on Friday, but I'm just going to swipe left on this one. Like. I'm not going to be, this is going to sound really shallow of me to say, but like, I'm not going to swipe right and be mean and give him false hope. I'm just going to shut this thing down quick and just swipe left and move on. Yeah. This is the kind of thing where it's like, I, 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 you know, some really rosters and fringe roster stuff can all maybe not always matter. Like, and sometimes it can be hard to like get the quality of guy that you would like to get. Like you're certainly like competing against other teams and like, you have to figure that out. But I, I do think like the Cavs, like if you're looking at, um, younger talent, like I think Stevens is interesting. I think there is some. We'll talk about Broderick later, um, but I, you know, I think there's at least a little bit you can talk yourself into there. But I think in a lot of these cases, like it's just ultimately not a lot of prospects that are particularly interesting. And that kind of he, this unfortunately falls in that case. But I mean, we should take another break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you are telling us everyone I else about another great sponsor. I am. Uh... For those of you who might have been listening, Chris was in Vegas, and despite what he may tell you, he has a bit of a gambling problem. I don't have a gambling problem. I don't have a gambling problem. 
I know, but if you do have a gambling problem, seek help. There's professional help out there. But Chris was in Vegas, and I do have a little FOMO, so I got in on some sports betting once again by using our friends and today's sponsor, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. As an aside, Chris, did you watch the Field of Dreams game? I did. Jordan and I, uh, Zorm and I, had a very fun time watching the Dingers into the corn. It was super cool. I hope they do it more often. I agree. But get all your latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to a championship. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but only if you use promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Evan, uh, let's let's do a couple more of these. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want me to keep? Do you want to do some more serious guys, or do you want me to like do like Matt Ryan was fun against we should, the Magic? We, we, sh- but... we should do Matt Ryan because I have a take that I would I I I will make a point, but I think like the two big ones would be him, Kagan Bailey. The three would be him, Kagan Bailey, and Broderick Thomas. Lamar well, is sort of on those three. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, th- I think three. I think we Lamar agree. is in a little more of a secure place. Yeah, Trey Scott. Sorry, man, you hardly played tonight against the Pelicans, but in the last two games, you're averaging 3.5 points in 11 minutes to go with 1.5 rebounds, two assists, or sorry, two rebounds, one assist, and good luck elsewhere, my guy, but let's start with Matt Ryan. Let me hear your take on Corkett. So 6'7", a little older, like 200 and something pounds, can really just shoot it. Um, that listen to the episode i did with jordan before we buffalo vegas if you want a good story about the the matt ryan hive that was um at the game which is a very bizarre thing but i like this is like a, a g league guy to me this is like a hey like let's get this guy in our system let's see if we can like work with him and develop him and like see if we can turn him into something the Cavs desperately need shooting this has been like the best shooter for the Cavs in summer league I don't mm-hmm. like think that the, is the hit rate more than like five to ten percent. Probably not, but like you should try to like develop this guy and like maybe he's a two way. Maybe he's just like around in the G League and you bring him up if you have roster change or injury or something. Like this is the kind of guy that at least pops in summer league. And I would be willing to try and see if you could get something out of him. Also, I believe overlapped with Darius Garland at Vanderbilt before he was a graduate transfer to Chattanooga, where he graduated last year and then um, is obviously now pursuing his NBA career. Yeah, no, I, I, I like I, I agree with you on that one. Like I think the game against Orlando was fun. Um, the story about the Matt Ryan hive is fun too. I just think, you know, just for joke potential, uh, calling him Atlanta Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan for three for the Cleveland Cavaliers is a mouthful, but it, it's still fun. He also played at Notre Dame, believe it or not, so he's been all over the place a little bit, but um if the Cavs signed him to a two-way contract, I kind of say, okay, what are we doing here? Maybe we need to use this on a little bit more of a beneficial player. But I, like, I agree. If the Cavs wanted to keep him in-house and he somehow signed okay, with the Cleveland Charge. Let me just ahead. push back on that for one second. Two-way guys, I understand that the idea is like the Cavs tried to do this with um, John Holland. And we're like, okay, we're just going to get a guy who maybe could play and have him around all the time, right? Like, And, and they kind of, you could argue they did that a little bit last year too. I just think, like, if you're signing a guy to a two-way, it is probably not a, like, guaranteed, like, good player, right? Like, no, so I no. just, I just, 
I, I don't really, th I don't think you're getting guaranteed like someone that is useful on it too. I think you're just like, I think you're trying to just like live in the moment with it a little bit. And if there's someone that you would want to, it, I think it almost by definition has to be like a, if I'm, if I'm especially the Cavs who need to develop players, two way deals should not be like a single year thing. It should be someone that you're trying to, that maybe isn't good enough for a deal to play in the NBA now, but you think could get there in a year or two years, and you want to be able to match their their rights and restrictive free agency and and mm -hmm. have a little team control. Like that is the operating factor. And, and if Martin, if Matt Ryan doesn't get to that level, I think I understand that. I also could see how you could tell yourself that it's maybe worth it for a year if you like him more than than some of the other options. No, I think you and I are in agreement on that one. And um, for what it's worth, there's a highlight reel on YouTube that has about a thousand views calling him the next Duncan Robinson or Doug McDermott. And Justin Rowan, I know you're listening. If this is the next Duncan Robinson, Chris and I are about ready to commit $25 million annually or however much you raise the price tag up to every time they, we mention Duncan, Dunky Rob. But moving on, Chris, Broderick Thomas or Fiondukag Mingele, where do you want to go next? Let's do Kagamele because my take is much more succinct. I'd swipe right on him just because he is already under contract for the Cavs. It's on a non-fully guaranteed deal. I think it's $1.7 off the top of my head. Um, I know a lot of fans want to bring back Isaiah Hartenstein, but I just don't know if that's really realistic when the Cavs already have 14 players right now on their roster, and that's before two-way deals as well. Um, and I also just don't know what the big deal is with keeping Kevin Gale on the roster because you look at it this way, your starting bigs are going to be Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Your reserve big men are going to be Kevin Love and Larry Nance Jr. I think Kevin Gale as your fifth big man is a high-energy big man who can rebound and sometimes play defense and sometimes score. Like I don't think that's terrible. He's raw as hell. He's only, doing the math off the top of my head right now, he is 20 four he just turned 24 years old or he turns 24 tomorrow so happy almost birthday if you undo but um this isn't a bad i don't think it'd be a bad thing for the Cavs to keep him like i think he's shown enough to also show the theory that you could play jared allen a traditional big man alongside evan mobley a very unique player for a player his size and skill set so that experiment worked out but like if you're keeping Cobb Gailey as your fifth big man as a cheaper option I don't see what the big deal is and I also think the Cavs could get creative too if they really want to address their backup five concerns like they did the JaVale McGee last year and they could package Mobley and Damian Dotson or with Dean Wade as well and I think Broderick Thomas's contracts a similar situation like this we can they can get creative and package a lot of these contracts and maybe go to a team that's cash strapped and say okay we'll trade you X amount of players to match the salary of this players to help you get under the luck, get, get you under a certain amount for your payroll and give us a second round pick for our troubles. Like, I think that's a smart move too. So I don't, I I'd swipe right on him just because I'm thinking like, yeah, I'd rather have Hartenstein, but at the same time, I don't know how much Hart's going to play next year. And I think he's shown enough juice, at least at Cleveland that he could get a decent contract with like a good team if he wanted to. Number one, Evan Mobley also will play some center. You don't have a massive need to spend money on a backup center. You have Larry Nance who can play the small ball, who can can and should play some small ball five, five minutes for it. It can be useful if you want to get a little small and run. You have Jared Allen, who just paid a lot of money to you. You have Evan Mobley. You have three guys right there that are going to play Kevin a lot Love. of minutes. And Kevin Love, but Kevin Love is never a defensive center. Like, he oh, can't no. be. In theory, you pair him next to Mobley, and Mobley's going to really have to defend fives, and if, Kevin if, plays the five the, the Kevin Love as a center thing has been dead since, like, mid-LeBron. Like, it is just not a thing. 
Yeah. Kagan Bailey, if you're going to have like one guy in your roster to just be like your break glass in case of emergency thing, like if Larry gets hurt, which has historically happened, if whatever happened, and you need like that is like a cost effective way to do it. It is like obviously not like a biggest upside play. Hartenstein is a better player. I don't think you can't guarantee him a role. So why would he come back? Like you, like you, and you like rescinded his qualifying off. Like you didn't extend the qualifying offer, which is like a signal. It's like, hey, like we're going to do right by you and let you just pick where you want to go. Like we're not going to hold you up here. Like, Kagan Bailey is like a like a younger, maybe there's something still there if you work with him, guy to just like have around. It's like fine and cost effective and like that's for a team that he's doesn't not, have a lot of money. He's not harmful. He, like no, it's not like he's keeping a roster spot from like an actual like prospect. Yeah, and that's the thing. And he's not like, going to play. Here's the thing. Yeah, he's Unless there's injury, play. he's not going to play. He's going to play 25 games. Evan Moby's going to play a lot of five. Like, you're going to have stuff where it's just like, okay, your backup center is like also your starting power forward. Like, it's okay. Like, it's really okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah, like I know Kobe said during the ESPN broadcast, they don't want him playing the five right away. But eventually he'll be playing the five. And I think the Cavs can, you don't need to address bigger more pressing needs and like somebody's like oh what because jeff nomina a friend of the pod we gotta stop shouting him out man but he said he would be okay with paying hartenstein to come back and i'm like yeah with what money the mid-level exception because that's pretty much the last serious chip for the Cavs to sign a free agent and i think it's 9.8 million if i'm correct is the highest they can go with it so if you use that money, the majority of that money on Hartenstein, I think I'd be really upset because if you want to break down Cleveland's roster, they don't have a ton of wings. Like right now, it's Jetty Osmond and Isaac Okoro. And yeah, you could put Lamar Stevens there. And yeah, you could maybe pl- plug and play like Larry Dance Jr. there if you want to get cute with it. But the Cavs need wing depth so badly. And if they don't address that, this is just that's a disservice to not just Evan Mobley if you don't sign. Like people are like, oh, it's a disservice to Mobley not to sign a backup five to play behind him and all the other big men on the roster. But it's a disservice to the rest of the young players too. Like you're not helping Allen, you're not helping Sexton, you're not helping Garland, you're not helping Okoro if you don't go out and address some some type of three point shooting wing. Like I think there are options out there. You just got to get creative with it. Yep. Um, Broderick Thomas, let's end on him. So I'm out. I I like think he did himself a disservice by the way he played in summer league. Yeah, he was he, so shot happy. Gunning. He was like that is not your role. Like I understand why you do that if that's your impulse as a player, but like not not the kind of performance thing you wanted from him. I I think it's I would also probably be a little more out than in. I tend to think that like like the size is maybe still worth having on a two way just as like a wing that you can coach him up a little bit more if you believe in him but like i i think if you came away dissatisfied with summer league i think that's pretty fair yeah no i was frustrated with him in the first game when he was just gunning shots when evan mobley was getting nice looks against houston um i think Cavs fans made this observation and i don't really agree with a lot of their observations but like i feel like broderick has shot the Cavs out of a few of these games and uh yeah, like you said, he's kind of got the chase of the jet. He's kind of got a case of the Jetty Osmonds right now, and it's kind of frustrating to watch. Yeah, let's leave it there. Um, that's going to be it for this episode. We'll be back with another one in your feeds the same day. You're probably listening to this on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and it's a double dipper. Double dipper, and we're going to talk about uh, my Darius Garland interview and some other stuff. So stay tuned for more Lockdown Cavs. Evan, send us out.
As always, thank you for checking us out. If this is your first time checking us out, we do this five days a week usually, but we are scaling it back to three days a week soon. So if you are an Apple Podcast listener, please leave us a five-star review. It does a lot for us. Um, if you are Spotify, Odyssey, Stitcher, anywhere else, we also appreciate it. Um, come join our Discord server and interact with us. We do Spotify green rooms every once in a while if you want to join us on there. And we haven't formally announced it yet, but I'll say it on here. But Chris and I are becoming YouTubers, but we're not going to do Let's Plays. We're going to be doing more video formats for the podcast, and it's going to be a fun time overall. Everyone have a good one.